Welcome to the Logistics Podcast. I'm your host, Bonnie Cliff, Digital Content Producer for SHD Logistics. Thanks for joining us. This is In Focus. It has been 50 years since the first Pride protest in the UK. On the 1st of July 1972, 2,000 people marched down Regent Street in London in the name of Gay Pride. The organisers hoped it would serve as an antidote to widespread shame prevalent throughout the LGBTQ community. Bear in mind that same-sex relationships had only been decriminalised five years beforehand. In the decades since then, there has been much progress in the fight for equal rights, both on a societal and a legislative level. However, LGBTQ colleagues still often face a multitude of barriers to being their authentic self in the workplace. For example, more than half of transgender people report hiding their identity at work for fear of discrimination. While it's estimated that 1% of the population is transgender, if you consider that in terms of the logistics industry, that means there are potentially tens of thousands of trans people in our industry alone. I spoke to Carlos Kirsis, Chief Legal Officer at GXO, about the common challenges that are faced by colleagues in the LGBTQ community and how all businesses can create a safe atmosphere for those colleagues. He also illustrates what practical examples are already making waves at GXO. We're delighted to be joined on the Logistics Podcast by Carlos Kirsis, Chief Legal Officer at GXO. How are you today, Carlos? I'm doing very well, Barney. Good. So before we get into the beat of the interview, I'd like to know a little bit more about you. So how did you come to be in the job role you're in now? And did you always envision working in the logistics sector? So I joined XPO, the predecessor company for GXO, in 2016. I joined at that time in a corporate role. Very excited to launch GXO last August, the spinoff. At that time, I had the opportunity to step up as a chief legal officer. Prior to that time, I hadn't had any experience in logistics. I joined the company that's now GXO really because I was excited by its growth and by its innovation and by its opportunities to transform industry. And in the time that I've been with the company, which is going on six years now, I had the opportunity to learn all about logistics and in particular our focus on contract logistics and to really enjoy getting to know the people and all of the important opportunities we have to help our customers rationalize their supply chains and achieve efficiencies. It's great to hear that you're enticed by the innovation in the logistics sector. I wonder whether you can therefore describe the changes to LGBTQ plus inclusion in the workplace that you've experienced in your time in the industries and what sparked those changes? For us, the changes in approach to talking about visibility for LGBTQ plus individuals in our organization are really part and parcel of all of the great initiatives we have underway to improve diversity in the industry as well as our focus on ESG more generally. Really, when it comes to LGBTQ plus visibility and engagement, really for us, it comes to our commitment to making sure that all of our team members feel that they belong and feel that their voices are heard and supported in our organization. And really, it comes from the fact that we have such a large body of of team members uh, across the world working for us. And it's really important that we feel comfortable coming to work every day, being themselves and really delivering the best. And when you're really thinking about being a creative organization, an innovative organization that's really trying to unlock the full potential of all the opportunities that we have in front of us to implement automation or to achieve RESG targets and environmental or social governance matters. It's incredibly important that people feel that they can contribute their unique perspectives, that they have the opportunity to really push the bar forward for everybody, both when it comes to business results 
but also the environment and the community in which they work and come to work every day. And so be it the LGBTQ plus community or other communities of minority representation, we felt it's core to our own business performance and our ability to be a successful organization to really elevate those narratives and to make it clear not only for our specific LGBTQ plus employees that they are not only welcome, but they are celebrated in our workplace, but also for all of our allies across the organization to help them understand and appreciate the ways that they can really contribute to making GXO a great place to work and all of the opportunities they have to demonstrate their allyship, demonstrate their openness to embracing different members of the community and creating a workplace that for us is one that we all aspire to work in and celebrate and enjoy working in. And we feel that we can thrive and deliver great results for our customers. 100%. And I think it's incredibly important, especially for the LGBTQ community at the minute, to feel that they are supported at work. So what do you consider as the biggest challenges that follow on from improving LGBTQ plus inclusion? The biggest initiative that we have underway is really one of visibility. So I think it is important to be very intentional and visible in your embrace of any number of communities that might feel underrepresented in, in the workplace. In the particular instance of LGBTQ plus community, we take a lot of joy in celebrating Pride every year. So it's it's June and it's Pride Month and it happens to be the 50th anniversary of Pride in the UK, which is our largest market, both in terms of number of employees as well as business and customers. So we've really taken the opportunity to lean into that specific celebration and we're supporting a number of local pride initiatives across multiple UK cities and towns, in particular in our localities of Northampton, as well as Bristol, Birmingham, and elsewhere where we have significant operations. And it's you know taking the opportunity with that visibility, visible support to really elevate dialogue for people, uh, provide opportunities for people to express themselves and their affiliation, if that's important to them, as either a member of the LGBTQ plus community or as an ally of the community, and to really have meaningful engagement and conversations in the workplace about where we're at currently on our journey of acceptance. And so those employees and team members who, you know, feel that they are supported at work or those team members who feel that there's more that could be done in the environment around them to help them feel safe in the workplace. Unfortunately, for some people, that is still a question or in their wider communities and otherwise to feel that they are celebrated for who they are. And so it's a great opportunity to increase visibility and to really set a tone that carries us through the year and impacts any number of disparate communities that come to work every day. Oh, that's brilliant. Like you said, like intentional inclusivity is such a brilliant way to phrase it because it absolutely can be a journey to full inclusion. Where would you consider the key areas of development for logistics businesses in terms of becoming more inclusive for LGBTQ plus colleagues who might feel like they've been left out? I think it's continuing to understand that there is a need for communication and need for statements of intent and that those can be incredibly meaningful. And it's not just a conversation within a community. So in this instance, a conversation within the LGBTQ plus community, it's really a conversation for everybody and an opportunity to really engage views and also to ask questions. I think that one of the things that we've observed in our organization in particular from allies of the community is a reticence to a certain degree to ask questions or to engage out of fear of causing offense because there might be questions either of ignorance or lack of experience 
And it's unclear in that environment whether or not even just the fact of asking the question might put somebody in a difficult position, which is a wonderful degree of sensitivity, but also means that, you know, if you're not talking to each other, you're not understanding each other. One of the key things that we do, and, and we've had, you know, workplace conversations, structured conversations around this is provide people the opportunity you know, in a structured manner to be able to exchange their views and also ask their questions and advance common understanding between people. And it's, you know, really wonderful to see people in the workplace coming with their curiosity and with their openness and their desire to understand. And I feel that that can actually move the dialogue forward quite a bit in a meaningful way for people, increase understanding, and then also help provide the opportunity for people to, if not change their views, then understand what they can do and what their actions in particular in the workplace are doing to have an impact on others. Absolutely. Obviously, you just touched on what GXO has observed from employees who are allies to the LGBTQ plus community, and it sounds like a really healthy atmosphere. Could you talk more on how GXO is supporting its LGBTQ plus employees? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the key things we've done this year is we roll out a host of initiatives across the diversity, inclusion and belonging space is to set up business resource groups. And those resource groups cover a number of different communities, uh, in particular, the LGBTQ plus community, where I'm the executive sponsor of the business resource group, is really a forum designed to bring teammates together from all across the organization to share their perspectives on helpful initiatives that the company can undertake to foster inclusion and belonging and also to elevate the narratives of those members of our population and our team members who like to further express their views. And so our business resource group this year, like I said, has really focused on the 50 years of pride in the UK and is a very proud sponsor of numerous pride celebrations across different jurisdictions and cities in the UK. So we're supporting Glasgow Pride, Northampton Pride, Bradford Pride, Bristol Pride, Tamworth Pride, as well as Birmingham Pride, which is a really fantastic demonstration of our commitment to the LGBTQ plus community, in particular in those places where we work and where our, our team members live so that they can understand that we are, you know, an employer of choice and somebody that they should be thinking about working with in their communities. Similarly, we are engaged in conversations with PFLAG in the United States to run supportive activities for the end of the month. We have a whole host of internal communications as well as forums and opportunities for employees to engage throughout the month. So, a lot of great stuff going on the company this month, as well as every month, as we look to elevate the narratives for a number of different communities, including veterans, including women, including individuals of color, as well as some of our older team members in the organization. Bringing people together is really the name of the game, isn't it? We're all going to succeed. So we've got time for one final question, Carlis. Um, so I'd like to know what your advice is for allies to the LGBTQ plus community in the logistics and supply chain industry. I think for me, a lot of it comes down to curiosity and an understanding of a need to set the tone. Many people feel that in their own lives, they are very accepting or tolerant and that that acceptance should really go unsaid. It should be assumed. And I think for many people, in particular in impacted communities like the LGBTQ plus community, where they might often experience feelings of isolation or experience feelings where their narrative, their personal narrative, maybe isn't supported by the wired narrative in the workplace or their community, you know, very, again, to go back to the word, intentional and intentional expressions of acceptance can go a long way to helping people, you know, begin to open up and to begin to share. I mean, I think it's important to reflect on the, the number of times where individuals might be having any number of conversations around their personal experiences, be it what, you know, they did on the weekend 
what their partner may be up to or any, any number of conversations around their family. And sometimes when individuals, because of their backgrounds, are not able to engage forthrightly or immediately in those base level conversations, they can feel very isolated. And so it's taking the time, one, to reflect on the narrative that you're setting in the workplace and whether or not it really is including everybody in that narrative. And then two, as a matter of expression, demonstrating a curiosity after you know, your team members, your colleagues, and really doing so in a way that makes it clear that you're willing to and or interested in hearing about everything that they may be up to. And it's a great way to create that space for people to share themselves more openly and also to feel that they are seen and heard for who they are and how they want to be. And that that is something that's valued in our case in the workplace, which is an important part of life and an important amount of time that we all spend together and important to get it right. Absolutely. Thank you very much for your time today, Carlos, and happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Thanks to Carlos for his insights. If you head to GXO's LinkedIn page, you'll find testimonies from colleagues across the world on what Pride Month means to them. By subscribing to the SHD newsletter, you'll get the week's top logistic news directly to your inbox every Wednesday morning. Head to shdlogistics.com to find out more. Thanks for joining me for the Logistics Podcast. See you again soon.